The following is being brought to you by Honor the Vow Ministries. Welcome to Rapid Fire, where we strive to help your marriage not only survive, but to thrive and be passionate. To achieve that objective, we go straight to the issues. No sugarcoating, no protecting egos, just toe to toe. I'm Robert Kosick, and I'll be your host. Welcome to episode 76, Walls, Protecting and Destroying Marriages Every Day. From the book, For the Honor of the Vow, Field Guide. A wall is defined in many ways, particularly with respect to figurative representations. In general, a wall is used to hold something up, keep something out, keep something in, or keep things separated. A wall in marriage serves a similar purpose. In a negative sense, a wall divides and emotionally separates you from your wife and causes long-term damage to your relationship with her. In a positive sense, a wall can protect your marriage by providing a hedge of protection around your relationship, thereby creating a safe environment that allows for healing and growth. All marriages contain both positive and negative walls to some extent. Some walls are small and not more than a level or two and are easily stepped over and around. In other words, some walls are easily ignored and are so immaterial they have little impact on the overall health of the marriage. Other walls have become so high and thick they appear to be immovable. But appearance isn't always reality. This is particularly true when assessing the ability to tear down negative walls and to build positive walls in their place. To begin the positive of tearing down negative walls, you must first understand how walls are created. For every wall in a marriage, there are corresponding symptoms and a root purpose for that wall. Symptoms are the reaction to a wall or result from the wall, but they are not the root reason for the existence of the wall. To explain, let's look at negative walls. Symptoms or results of negative walls include separation, lack of emotional attachment, anger, hurt, and so forth. If your wife emotionally hurts you each time you're in a particular situation, your tendency will be to build a wall to avoid that situation. Let's assume your wife is critical of your driving. You know each time you're riding together, she'll instruct you on how to drive, criticize the way you drive, and or get angry with you about how you're driving. You get offended and begin to resent her because of her unsolicited advice and criticism. It's only downhill from there. Each other's actions and comments are taken personally, and a wall is built separating you emotionally. Every driving experience simply adds to the height and thickness of the wall. Your wife's advice and the offense you feel are only symptoms that add to the wall. They're not the root problem. There are several issues that can be at the root level, and only by talking with your wife will you be able to identify the actual root issue. Let me suggest a possible issue to help you better understand this concept. Let's assume your wife thinks you drive too fast. From her perspective, her criticalness of your driving isn't because she wants to control you or make you do things her way. If that were the case, she would advise you about your driving every time you grab the keys, 
whether or not she was going to be with you in the vehicle. This would be similar to the way both of you would advise your teenager who's taking the family car out for the night. The root issue may be that your wife is simply concerned about safety and the speed of your driving is making her feel unsafe. Her concern, whether warranted or not, is how she feels and she's expressing her fear by criticizing your driving. From your perspective, you feel that your wife should trust that you know what you're doing and that she should feel safe with you behind the wheel of the car. You see her criticism as a personal attack against you. The root problem is not that she's hurting your feelings. It's more that you feel she sees you as a failure. You're failing to make her feel safe. No one likes to be a failure, so rather than change your driving style, you react emotionally and begin to defend your driving ability. This inflames her concerns, elevates her criticisms, thereby stepping up your defense, and the cycle spins out of control until neither of you is talking. The symptom became the focal point of the argument, and the root of the problem was never addressed. In most cases, the root problem is never even identified, so the cycle is almost guaranteed to repeat itself the next time you're in the vehicle together. The solution to this cycle is simple. Address the root problem instead of the symptom so that the conversation doesn't become personal. Your wife can state that she knows you're a great driver, but at the moment, she feels a bit uncomfortable with the speed at which you're driving. She's simply saying she doesn't like fast driving. It has nothing to do with your driving ability. It's just the way she's wired and would feel the same way with anyone driving at that speed. You, on the other hand, now know that she's not questioning your driving ability, but simply stating that she doesn't like driving fast. This would be as non-threatening as her saying that she doesn't like being on a roller coaster. As such, you should honor your wife's request and slow down. Trying to convince her that she has nothing to fear or that driving fast is better is a fruitless effort. It's also pointless. Does plus or minus five miles per hour make any difference? I suspect if you're honest, it doesn't. Preventing walls from being built is relatively simple if you understand and address the root problem. By doing so, the symptoms actually take care of themselves. But what do you do about walls, particularly high walls, which already exist? The goal is the same, address the root problem, but the process is a bit different. Recall that the purpose of a wall is to hold something up, keep something out, keep something in, or keep things separated. When tearing down a negative wall, one that separates, for example, measures need to be taken to prepare for the fallout from the wall coming down. To illustrate, let's look at Paul's situation. Paul and his wife, Alice, had gotten to the point where they rarely communicated except to yell at each other. Regardless of the other person's comment, it was almost always taken negatively. Both felt they were being criticized by the other, which triggered a defensive response. The wall between Paul and Alice was high and thick, but neither was willing to begin dismantling the wall. The logical question is, if things were so bad, why weren't Paul and Alice willing to work towards taking down the wall? Well, the answer is simple. Both had contributed to building the wall to protect themselves from the emotional attacks of the other. If the wall were gone, each felt they'd be completely vulnerable, and both were certain that being vulnerable would result in more pain and heartache. 
So, like a wounded animal, their instinct was to push anything that approached them away for fear of getting hurt more, even if the acts of the other were intended to help the relationship. From the outside looking in, Paul and Alice's reactions make no sense and appear completely illogical. But in the heat of the battle, couples tend to respond with emotions instead of logic. To get past this stage, a wall of protection, a safety zone around the marriage needs to be built first. An environment must be created where each person feels safe in letting their anger and frustration out and to expose their feelings without fear of their spouse attacking them or using their vulnerability against them. This takes time and a huge effort. Over weeks and months, each person will begin to trust in the wall of protection, the safety zone, and begin to open up. It should be noted, in the early stages of the process, things typically get worse before they get better. Let me repeat that. It should be noted, in the early stages of the process, things typically get worse before they get better. As each person begins to open up, test the waters, so to speak, they'll get scared and pushed back out of fear. This is especially true when only one person is making the effort to build the outer wall of protection mainly because you've probably gone through more than one cycle of being good, only to revert back to the old habits. This creates a cycle of trust and disappointment, and the emotional pain continues. It takes time to rebuild trust, so give your wife freedom to move toward you and freedom to push back. Pushing back is a good sign. It shows that your wife is willing to rebuild trust. She's just being cautious in doing so. There will be times when the outer wall of protection gets damaged, meaning you revert back to a bad habit or say something you shouldn't say. That's okay, walls get damaged. When that happens, just repair the damage. This can come in the form of an apology, a discussion about what happened, why it was wrong, and how to help avoid it from happening in the future. Everyone is going to fail. The failure is not the issue. It's what you do with and what you learn from the failure that makes all the difference. Continue to forge ahead and don't be discouraged by failing or backward steps. One more thought. Are you building walls of protection around your marriage or negative walls between you and your wife? Let's commit right here, right now, for now, forever, to do whatever it takes for as long as it takes. Put a stake in the ground and let's do this. Rapid Fire is a ministry of Honor the Vow. To learn more about Rapid Fire, about the ministry, books we've authored, and other resources, and also to sign up for the weekly newsletter, visit honorthevow.com.